0: Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of The Flash. This is Season 8, Episode 7, entitled Lockdown, written by Christina M. Walker, directed by Stefan Pizinski. I'm a little proud of myself for that a little proud of myself (laughs) for a proper pronunciation so what did we think about this episode surprisingly I will say I like this episode I gave it a 9.3 out of 10 I know there's some corny aspects to it the part in which You have a gold chain you keep putting it around people's neck and yet they can still speak (laughs) the the effect of the gold chain this episode was really terrible there was a kramer scene when they had that face off and i'm like are you guys you're, you're holding this so limp there is no tension whatsoever it had its moments where it was rather lackluster for lack of a better word. But for the most part, I was engaged with the story and considering Candace Patton was only in one scene in this episode, that's uh that's pretty impressive. <laughs> that is pretty impressive. It's quite a feat. You accomplished it. It was well paced. It was as I've been making comments of not having people just show up due to conflict, Barry's able to handle something off on his own he doesn't need anyone you know training him <laughs> as the story goes uh, along everyone's kind of just going about their days Joe's in retirement which I think is a good place for Joe to be I like Kramer and shocker of all shockers I w- didn't hate the double date I thought I was about to be so tuned and like oh and yet and yet okay 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 so because this episode was really broken up between two particular storylines that's where how we're going to break it down we're going to start with the caitlin mark marcus which what the hell frost was included in that looking like a teenage goth it fits frost though it very much because that's where her emotional maturity is at especially when she be trying to dance
1: i'm michael jordan stop it get some help
0: it begins with chuck i don't know why we still calling him chester we should just change his name to chuck because that's what his name is uh besides that i didn't hate the Caitlin chester interactions he's considering getting himself some lunch things are slow at the the office today he can't walk away though because you know things could actually happen in that time frame i know you are too grown of a damn man to really have that superman lunchbox and gonna fly it out no 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 Allegra brings him lunch. He's happy to see her. She's looking rather cute. She makes a comment like you're dateable and he's like, "Oh, that's nice. You're also that thing that is dateable." I thought the cutest scene was when they were doing and it's good to see he's still doing that his little YouTube videos. <laughs> and she was back there trying to be his vanna white she was very committed i apologize if you're hearing any type of knocking around because i'm not going out in the living room because i already went out there and then the kids went outside and i thought okay i can come back to my bedroom and record but no apparently there's so many fucking kids up there that there's still some more (laughs) fumbling around and thus i'm not going back out to the living room and transferring the equipment back out there you're just gonna have to deal with it i'll try to get it out and recording but you know this beautiful ass fucking day kids ain't outside I-, I can't say much because my kid <laughs> loves to stay inside as well it's her birthday today she's 13 years old for her, it's celebration. You're a woman. For me, the final countdown. The final countdown. somehow, I keep having kids over at my house on the weekend. And it's like four of them. They don't come in in like a two pack. <laughs> they come in a whole fucking gang. <laughs> they're so cute but i'm like i am so exhaustingly done i'm so i know Sha's like oh welcome to the teenage stage one i've been there for like a whole ass year <laughs> she is a mini shira okay mini shira but she don't know shira okay she don't know shira she's starting to meet her and she don't want none she won't none of that
1: all i want you to do is send an ambulance because i'm gonna bust a cap in these
0: fools back to our episode caitlyn is upset because mark and frost are out and about living their best life posting it all over instagram like he didn't ghost her or frame her for murder all of these things she's just forgiving him and now they're soulmates and it makes caitlyn sick <laughs> and for once we're all like yeah caitlin's the sane one in this situation she's making all of the sense she is dating marcus this is their third date and they are going to go out for a nice fancy restaurant very mature dating life going on going on over here versus jumping out of airplanes because that totally sounds fun nope i'm gonna say it because i'm a mean person i have no soul he's short as hell (laughs) as soon as i saw marcus i was like he's cute he can do for her but he also had me thinking of that song uh i wish i was a little bit taller i wish i was a baller (laughs) but hey he is down to do whatever and that is the kind of man you want and also takes your jacket it turns out haitlin made the wrong reservation and scheduled it a year in advance at that table so now they're at the bar that she used to work at talking about it's seedier than the last time i was here what you mean when the meta humans were were all up in there <laughs> planning crimes how could it possibly have gotten seedier frost is singing karaoke it definitely is no longer the same CD establishment it used to be and mark is right there with her uh she makes the big this is the one part where i was like oh god this is and i thought it was gonna go so downhill from here when she stood up and very obviously knocked down the stool frost is like hey girl how you doing oh we about to double date it up is this marcus you've been hiding him from me because you know you know who i am (laughs) but no she didn't show her ass she straight up was just trying to have some bonding time with her sister and her sister's looking at these two acting a fool charming her soon-to-be boyfriend and uh she's not liking what she sees and she ends up going off on her like ah. Uh, so while y'all all are chummy you know and we planning dates in the future and shit marcus did she tell you how uh he tried to kill her and set her up for a crime how she stabbed him how this is toxic as fuck did she tell you about that and also frost if he breaks your heart once again like you know he's going to do don't be crying on my shoulders because this is ridiculous this is a walking hazard but Marcus, like look i understand you don't like me but she's a grown-ass woman she can make her own decisions and katie looked over and she got the 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 beyonce treatment <laughs> when solange was like you gonna let your man your husband talk to me like that or maybe it was the other way around you gonna let him talk to you like that <laughs> except caitlin kept it together <laughs> and didn't go on mike tyson on his ass don't call it a comeback i want her to say stop judging my life decisions you dated julian <laughs> <laughs> you ain't had a good boyfriend and how long we both need to go down this slippery sloppy path to my god i wish ronnie was still alive that is that's that's what we do so let me go out and make my mistakes on my own and you're right to distrust mark but it's kind of my business uh the whole all in uh theme that was written on the poster board somewhere as everyone was writing the episode (laughs) someone tried to make it a drinking game once again i'm convinced it's a drinking game uh when i heard i'm all in once again i rolled my eyes into the back of my head (laughs) almost got cross-eyed in the process um and there's a moment where she looks over marcus is like so you want to talk about no i want to go home all right i'm gonna bring the car around (laughs) that's so nice men don't do that shit at all nowadays just bring the car around so that you don't have to walk to the parking lot with them they're like no bitch you walking right with me (laughs) oh but that's such a movie thing i'll pull the car around it's like no we're, we're just gonna go it's a bar at the bar she's paying for the tab which what why is she paying for the tab marcus marcus he's like bitch you making me cut this date short sure. <laughs> you best believe <laughs> or it's just more like a feminine statement of men don't always have to pay for it i like that though i'm actually of that opinion uh you get the first day i get the second date you get the third date, and eventually you know we work it out i'm i, I don't like men just going out and paying for me i've never never felt comfortable with it because then it feels like you i owe you something <laughs> uh so mark comes and talks to her and you know he's like look yeah so that went south but i also get where you're coming from i am as she puts himself <laughs> however your sis she really you know just know that i do really care about your sis you care about her too and i know that I was coming from a place of love i think frost is the same way she just walked away like i know this is coming from a place of love and a lot of hurt so i'm gonna let you let you you know expound and the acting wasn't terrible from daniel Panabaker playing both roles she was doing double duty in this episode i will say i was impressed um it ain't on the level up (laughs) that's another (laughs) that's another one like when you leveled up i'm like oh god (laughs) why those things I have to laugh at though because I know they're just gonna give me this (laughs) they're just gonna make me accept the fact that they're gonna have bouts of terrible dialogue it just is what it is um so yeah they end up he he ends up telling her like i think you have more insecurity about the fact that you're not really committed to marcus because he was amazing and we were bonding with him and you was over there a serious iceberg i didn't need mark to be like oh you was like the coldest. you gave me flashbacks because no you actually deserve that cursing out we're all thinking it mark you have a lot to do to prove yourself so um you can stick up for your girl and all that but we we ain't at the place where i'm feeling that much but she definitely she definitely acknowledged that yeah she probably was being a bit of an ass to her date she just wasn't engaging with him and so he leaves her with his their tab <laughs> and you i just feel like frost was behind that like uh slip her that bill because that's the least that she can owe me at home um frost comes back and like i said i like the fact that we are in different set pieces throughout the episode so it doesn't feel so singular and and it feels like thing. this is this is one of those lived in episodes where it's not a lot going on it's not meant to be it's just this is normal life (laughs) and i i I like that i've been wanting uh more of those little tiny things it doesn't need to be there are going to be moments in in such a longer season why you shorten it down to 16 or however 18 episodes but all of those the way in which he is and i do mean eric wallace taking in the criticism and then breaking down those episodes in a way that lets you know okay this is based on this particular story arc that is what we wanted here's a little bit of uh an interlude which is what he calls it and then a next episode he's starting graphic novel six which leads into what happens at the end of the episode so there's a there's an intentional pacing that i personally appreciate because it's attention to detail in a way that's uh structurally better and you're going to need some time to flesh that out i think people are also very impatient (laughs) um that's just the 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 binge society that we now live in uh it was funny because i i listened to one of the people i did that i only was only listening to one person because i don't know how people feel about this episode uh i now watch the flash in a bubble that's the only way i want to watch the flash in a bubble me the same ones and whoever sends feedback but i was listening to one other person on youtube who i know will no longer listen to because they're so melodramatic last week they were being all rational they're like yeah i understand this is not a perfect show and then this week it's like they've ruined them i'm like what the hell like you just turned into a 13 year old child and that is weird because you're like a 25 year old man (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's the last of (laughs) and it wasn't like i said i know like i feel the feedback is probably not going to be so positive to this episode as i am i could be once again pleasantly surprised but I know Goldface is not Mimi's favorite character. I know that Shy holds a grudge, and when she has cut you off, she's cutting you off. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she is no longer objectively looking at Caitlyn as a person. She's an annoyance and a distraction to her. I understand these things. These are where they're at as people. They have the reasons. That's how you feel. That's fine. That's a critique. Um, you know. The the melodrama is where people always miss me. It's like, come on, dude. You know, if you're still watching it and, and, and you feel the way in which you are talking right now, then you probably should not be watching it anymore and should have stopped two whole seasons ago. I miss the days of season three when things are a lot darker, and season two and season one that's the first thing I miss. Season one, two, and three, yeah. Well. Once again in my other flash rant videos, y'all motherfuckers are like this is too fucking dark. It's so dark. It doesn't need to be like Arrow. Oh my god, everything is just so tragic. We need a lighter tone. I want it to be more like the comics. Well, now you got what you want. <laughs> so the days of the Flash being the dark knight is no longer going to be and yes, it is more and more shaping up like a comic and if you actually were a comic lover you would appreciate that aspect more but if you just jumped into the show (laughs) don't look surprised (laughs) that they uh they went the exact route that you you kind of weren't expecting but were desperately asking for because you don't you had a you were coming from a a place of ignorance and that's on you people don't like to blame themselves for their own feelings um so yeah back to the <laughs> the ending she's just like yeah i'm gonna grab me some beers and we're about to go to a rave because i don't have a job and you take care of me and that's the best part of me being a teenager <laughs> uh, i thought that was funny too so yeah i rarely in the eight seasons have liked a Caitlin story arc and i thought for a contained episode that didn't relate to anything that this was pretty strong uh the whole chester and will they won't they uh, <laughs> it's silly but for for once it was rather endearing in a way i would like that chester kind of channeled his inner cisco being like oh y'all about to fall in love he's gonna find out you're from team flash he's gonna be a part of the team kind of like the same things that broken down but i'm like this dude seems like he works in a lab and (laughs) he is gonna have no association and i hope he doesn't because we don't need everybody in a mama we got enough people on team flash that's in the know so let's go to the kramer and barry allen storyline kramer is frustrated because the flash just be dropping criminals off without no context whatsoever (laughs) that one dude how he still keep getting out on parole to rob places i want some soy not that in my latte he is constantly around with a different weapon that he just gets off the street stop letting him out of jail and then he grabs two additional criminals and i like the the background context here of joe explaining to barry uh yeah i have no idea why these three people are here (laughs) they ain't got their miranda rights (laughs) i don't know what their crimes are i don't have any evidence to process them they i have to go out and do all the legwork now which means everyone has to cancel their evening plans because yes the flash is being very helpful but he's also doing he's working outside the law when they could be collaborating she wants a line to the flash which barry doesn't seem to uh considering it's barry allen he's hesitant about revealing who he truly is he goes to joe and cecile i like that you know going to the older people for a little bit of advice and joe's like look what me and kramer went through uh i, I trust her i trust her with my life i think she's a good cop i think she's a good captain she's got her own meta powers and her abilities as well as being in a cap- being a captain and she doesn't you utilize one above the other uh and she has her fears for doing so so i love that i'm waiting for barry or for kramer to mimic barry at one point (laughs) it's gonna happen and it's gonna be awesome i really like kramer I i wanted this character to stick around i'm glad she is i think that's a smart decision to put joe who's you know i love joe but the actor is getting up there in age you know he needs to rest he don't need to be out there doing stunts and shit (laughs) and it's another uh, adult for Barry to work with that isn't part of his family that he's gonna have to build more of a rapport with that's gonna push back on him a little bit more because he isn't family um they then (laughs) are knocked unconscious well first after he's like i think you should reveal who you are and the fact that both of cecile and joe is like so when we were in the same position we had a direct line to the flash i could call you up when i needed evidence on a case she doesn't have that and she kind of makes a good point which she did uh barry decides you know i'll just as the flash gather all the evidence so that I can take all the uh the burden off of her but no I, I, I even the meta app i don't think so you know maybe i should be a little bit more cognizant of <laughs> revealing my identity to people even though since when leave me alone did you die? they are knocked unconscious by some gas because goldface has decided he's about to rob the precinct because there's something in the vault that he needs surprise surprise, surprises meta human killing bullets that we find out kramer gave to argus 28 days ago showing her progress that no even in the extreme situations this is not a choice i should or could make in my new acceptance as a meta and now my commitment to protecting not only the people but the metas in this building like one served her coffee i like the fact that there's metas and they're not they're not all evil (laughs) they're not all up to something or doing something and her her fears are correct i don't know who's a meta who's not a meta and i end up mimicking someone it could cause serious issue uh they are all wired with bombs and also meta dampening cuffs <laughs> they're aware that the police captain is a meta goldface wants what his boo thing also wants amunet which is those bullets to sell to a buyer um Courtney, i know that he is <laughs> but you know what it is i i I reconciled because it reminded me very much between him and carver in this scene especially when he put up his hands like wouldn't it just be easy to kill her versus all this drama uh be cool if you've never seen be cool then you might not get the reference but that is what it is about goldface that i find so hilarious it reminds me of that movie when andre 3000 was sitting there with the little teacup (laughs) and he kept quoting stuff like even in this like i gave you a first edition of moby dick you still didn't read that shit come on man like he's this highly educated gangster (laughs) and it's just funny to me it is funny not every line hits but overall it's just a package that works for me i can't explain my taste my taste is my taste I, I, hey mimi you told me to embrace it that's what i'm doing so him and carver like the fact that they even brought in the little dummy <laughs> he comes out and presents it like see this is what's gonna happen if anyone decides to do something because it puts a level of criminality to the criminal right like i am gonna kill you but like i'm bad people i should go to jail because i do bad things and i hurt people but at the same time i do it as a last resort versus some people that just go out and kill just because and it's it's silly as that is that is a a a clarification to be made in the actions of criminals um they go to the vault the bullets are not there they bring kramer in oh he recognizes barry as the chemist he's like yeah i was undercover he's like watch him he smells like trouble (laughs) uh they bring kramer in she's not willing to let out or let lucy so, like, well she basically said i was gonna die before i told them so she's like uh i don't care about my life but he uh threatens barry's life the chemist barry says no i can help you out all i gotta do is build a dark matter tracker and he's like i'm gonna go right with you <laughs> i love how he finished his sentences are you gonna are you gonna get your belt out <laughs> i know i know i know christina you are so cheesy i know but it was funny <laughs> he's like you remembered because <laughs> that's some shit you would say to your kid don't make me get my belt out <laughs> and they got that same look on their face daddy chill i swear to god i discovered that meme for the first time <laughs> i was deceased <laughs> track back (laughs) i'm always happy to hear love is a battlefield and i love that that's his ringtone (laughs) he tells them yeah we got a deal but since we have committed to each other in the way that we have committed to each other you know we're more lucrative we're we're better criminals we we set we share the same crews and shit not do anything for her it's funny that both iris and barry share the same uh couples therapist <laughs> as criminals he's like you you have dr finkel <laughs> sharon told us <laughs> it's good to see that she's still out there getting paid getting work it's little things like that it's world building type of little touches that that add to the corniness of it because it comes with and i'm a sucker for that that's my favorite thing about archer is all of the comebacks. <laughs> um of course gofay thinks that he's stalling him so he brings in kramer and threatens her life if he doesn't speed it up because he asked for more time but he's conveniently like oh it's not perfect but it'll work uh, he of course using his mind his brain recalibrates the <laughs> the uh the uh, the device whatever he was doing to cause a ringing in their ears he gives kramer some earbuds and he knocks homeboy over the head kramer knocks carver out and they escape through the vents they get to a storage room and once there they are looking for something to take off the bracelets but he's like no we don't need to do that i need you to distract him by using your mimic powers for five seconds so i can go be the flash <laughs> so i can un because i don't have to worry about saving or i can save myself i just need you to distract him for a minute she comes clean that she's been wanting to talk to the flash because she's very un insecure about her powers uh she doesn't or she's tried to control them but she hasn't been able to no one is really available to train her so she really wanted to talk to the flash but now he's unavailable <laughs> uh he's like why didn't you just say something earlier well it's hard to ask for help okay <laughs> um he gives her the barry pep talk like look trust your own instincts you were in combat you are, you were a hoorah you got this uh her bracelet also um also is no longer active because of her powers she does end up distracting him (laughs) coming forth that one uh cop she always like i'm glad she gets screen time though (laughs) she's like i need my hazard pay to be increased she shows herself mimics his powers barry is able to get the bracelet off saves the day i wasn't as impressed with the scene of him running out of the explosion <laughs> maybe because i was like hurry up and very quickly he is able to defeat Face and carver in time locking them up as the flash uh they also heard the explosion he thought the chemist died and we see that her powers only work for so long she said like for 20-30 seconds she's able to mimic people so I like that it's just a short spurt it's not something she can do for a very long time so unlike Caitlyn's powers for three seasons with another showrunner they were able to hone down I can't say much though because the seal (laughs) they learned the seals (laughs) lesson like what is it that you do um there is another moment where the flash leaves and Barry shows up once again. And she's like, you're late. You're always late. <laughs> Why are you so late every time the flash leaves you show up? Yeah. Yeah. I- I'm with, um, I love there's a photo of David on the wall. He's now the mayor that they all say the same thing. I'm not stupid. Alan. <laughs> I'm not stupid at all. Like, come on she later or he later shows up as the flash gives her a tracker like hey anytime you need me just hit that button i'll be here if i'm not working Uh, and also let me show let me share my identity and she's like alan yeah so i went and did my job and there's no way you could have escaped (laughs) unless you had super speed so thanks for letting me know and he's like well i'll train you girl (laughs) so i like their friendship i like this new dynamic because it feels fresh uh meanwhile the biggest wtf moment of the episode is at joe's house uh iris and joe are finishing off some dinner he's making some ethiopian food that sounded good as hell it's like joe come cook for me come cook for me he uh says he's about to go check on baby Jenna that we ain't seen in 15 years. Don't need to. I already told y'all this. I just like making fun of it because it very much is like a soap opera. She going to pop up be 15. And I still love chicken nuggets. I love me some chicken nuggets. I actually really want some canes right now. But I'm going to not give in cuz I don't want to go outside and drive all the way. <laughs> they won't put that shit on DoorDash because every they would be constantly just drive through drive through picking up orders all day i think they should do it though it's good business they're like we got enough have you seen the lines on the weekends um the interesting part here is that she's about to get some food pack berry uh, a plate but the fork disappears and then everything on the table disappears and joe comes back in the house grabbing a file for her That she told him to grab. Except she doesn't remember any of this. She is losing time. And her eyes are flashing green. Say again please. Houston we have a problem. I have been waiting for this type of Iris story arc to unfold. So I am super excited. To see where this leads. I'll leave it there with my thoughts on episode 7. But we do have more. There is feedback. Let's start with... Queen Shy.
1: Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for The Flash season eight, episode seven. I'm laughing because I just sent you that message. on my plans for today (laughs) so (laughs) um but yeah let me quickly get my feedback in for the flash um yes I am way behind I I you know I should have just savored last weekend because that was as best as it's been for a while in regards to getting feedback to you on time with that well mostly on time but yeah this week the struggle is real. So I'm back to the struggle. Anywho, um, but yeah, my son is at the prom. So it was just a lot of running around with that today. And um, yeah, so there's that. Um, Where? Okay, the flash. Okay. All right, this episode, how would I describe this episode? <laughs> it wasn't horrible. Yes, that's how we want to start out feedback. It wasn't horrible. I mean, it wasn't, it was okay. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. I'm not the biggest fan of Goldface, but I must say he was tolerable in this episode. And so with that being said, I don't, (laughs) I mean, some of it was cringe, I'm not going to lie. I mean, when you're talking about when especially when he's talking to Amy, I I didn't find it funny, but uh, maybe somebody did, but I was just like grimacing during those scenes. The whammy, Amy whammy. I think that's what he said. And I just think it was a little too much, (laughs) a little too much. But, um, I mean, he, again, he wasn't as bad as he wasn't the last episode. And that's probably because Amiette was in it, and you know the whole phone conversation we got to see it. See it, um, but anyway. Um, but I liked. It. I mean, it was a. It was. I mean, the episode was decent. It, you know the. I liked the Barry and um and Kramer stuff with him. Um, them trying to figure out how to get the you know take back the precinct and all that good stuff and him trying to encourage her to use her powers i mean the only thing i will say is i mean the flash of late has had a tendency to just drop stuff on us like there's no development behind it it just we just get this issue with kramer and it's like there's no i mean i know she's a side character recurring role and all that stuff but it's just like out of the. But it's. Like, I mean, and it and it wouldn't be an issue if this wasn't if this was the first time that's happened. But it's like sometimes they eat, they drop these little issues um, out of nowhere. Like she's having problems with her powers, and you know, there's like no no warnings behind it. Like we used to see some develop into her having this issue. Like show her struggling with her pop, you know what I mean and it's like and before because we got a whole ass episode talk you know with this being the issue but yet it was nothing to get us there and so there's that um but I, I but I do enjoy Barry being at work I enjoyed their scenes together it just the development part of it is not is was a little was a miss for me um I love that we're showing Barry at work. Um, this is, um, yeah, they showed him in the Armageddon thing, um, graphic novel, and they show him again. So they're getting a little bit more consistent with showing Barry at work throughout the season, at least so far in the season. Um, I enjoy the, um, I like, I should say I like how, um, I like, <laughs> i thought it was funny at least um barry trying to you know keep his his uh identity a secret and then you know the whole thing at the end i thought that was cute which makes sense because you know seeing even though he didn't tell barry he knew he he did know um and joe was there at the precinct so that was that bridge um between the flash and the ccpd and now that bridge is gone so it's like I mean, Kramer brought up a really good point. I mean, Flash is just dropping off these criminals and it's like uh, no due process. We don't know what the hell they did. We don't like what are we supposed to do with this? They're supposed to this hope they have confess their crimes. So she that was a great point. And I'm glad that they that and that got to us to where we were in regards to that um, with him revealing his identity, because I mean, I mean, he didn't have to have to, but I mean, she already knew anyway, but it's like, you need that connection, that, that relationship. And it was seeing Joe and then it was Joe. And now with both of them gone, it's nobody. And so it does make, it doesn't, it makes sense that she would be like, okay, now we gotta do all the legwork to, to catch up to what the Flash is doing. Um, it's not like he's leaving a note saying hey this is what happened we're here there whatever so um that makes sense um him revealing himself for that purpose all right the frost and caitlyn thing uh i mean full disclosure here i'm not hating on it at all i just didn't care i mean (laughs) so there's a difference it's just it wasn't about but it was again tolerable than before but I didn't care I don't care about these characters and so I mean they're on the show I get it they're gonna have screen time but I'm not invested I I okay it's just there you know sometimes um, I mean there are times I've fast forward through their stuff um, and I did a little bit here because it was just it, I think it it's just and then the Marcus and Caitlin thing I'm like I just don't uh, like, all these couples that they're pu- pushing out there, I'm not caring. I don't see the chemistry. I don't see anything there. And so, it's hard for me to just, uh, regardless of what I I mean, like I like Chester. I think Allegra is okay. But I don't like their relationship. I don't. I just think they should be friends. There's no romantic chemistry there. And yet, they're, you can tell that they're trying to go down this road and no one cares, at least... I don't care um so and then frost and chill blaine i don't like chill blaine but he was tolerable i mean it is what it is i mean this episode was a bunch of characters that i normally didn't like but they were tolerable i mean it is what it is um of course the iris scene at the end i'm getting sick and tired of them just giving us these little nuggets i'm ready to get this thing going so this is the opposite of the kramer stuff where we just get some <laughs> drop this bomb about her needing some training and all that stuff now we get iris where it's like they're dragging this out and it's like can we start trying to understand what's going on get other people involved you know the, the hairbrush disappeared last episode um they know she still has it because dion is giving her the treatment still right and so i'm like okay so now she's this happened Every stuff is disappeared she's jumping in the timeline or something i don't even know that's what i'm saying let's start looking into this let's start figuring out what's going on let us in on the the whole development of this and so let's stop dragging this out we get it iris has time sickness there's something going on let's move it along <laughs> that's just me i mean it's been since last season so it's not like oh yeah it's only been no it's been say season seven and then season eight and i mean the start of season eight and so it's time to you know start the the ball rolling on it in real time it's been a year since they intru- almost a year or a year since they introduced this um time sickness thing or almost a year um and so yeah i'm ready to learn something <laughs> really i'm really ready so That's all I'll say about that. Um, But yeah, it was, I mean, it wasn't horrible. Again, I got a chuckle a few times and um, we'd see Barry being the hero by himself and developing his character and all that stuff. Uh, You know, I love Barry. Um, We barely saw Iris other than the end scene, Um, but I'm ready to see more of that. So um, I think that's all I got for this one. I know you're you're probably ready, and I'll probably miss the deadline, but I'm going to send it anyway. On that note, until next time, much love, peace, and black girl. Uh, son's calling me. Queen of the couch. Shy.
0: That was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the episode. Y'all be messing yourselves up. Y'all be watching the episode. Have all that time after the episode to record, and then you be like, uh, what had happened was... <laughs> i'm like why don't you just record right when you watch it you be like i'm about to get like you told me last week last week on the feedback i'm about to watch upload i'm about to watch upload go to the next episode because they all available i'm like that's cool that's cool that's cool bet you she ain't gonna send no damn feedback here come friday right here come friday i look in the mailbag i'm like let me shake it let me shake it nah i'll even give him about 10 15 minutes before i even record it so i'm just letting y'all know i'll recording because y'all be calling me out when i record despite the schedule that's all there uh and the fact that i'm giving you an extra 24 hours and you still ain't here um <laughs> you know why they do this because they watched the episode four days prior and they just there's like yeah i'm just gonna sit on my feelings ah <laughs> uh, so some thoughts on this flash episode uh you know it didn't bother me the 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 sudden development of her powers i mean that felt rather authentic i'm a police chief first i'm not a meta i don't identify as a meta slash a police chief i'm a person first i'm a meta second and for all we know this could have been just a, a a current issue like it didn't it started a little bit then it started getting out of control i don't know after raised by wolves where character development is very short and plot development is very large i think i've just gotten a taste for that type of storytelling and i you know it works (laughs) sometimes it feels good not to care (laughs) and in that particular case i did not need to see any type of layout for that situation she just discovered she was a meta after being anti-meta uh, her just needed some time and some space to figure out who she is as a person. I'm fine with that, I'm totally fine with that. Um, <laughs> you ain't gonna like what I'm about to say, you ain't gonna like it, so brace yourself. If you are indifferent to it, why you need to mention it? That's my thing, that's my only thing. Like, if I genuinely fast forward through some scenes, I don't need to talk about it because I don't know what happened, I don't care what happened. I don't feel the need to mention it, so I'm just saying you don't have to mention it if you just genuinely don't like. You could you could just say like I don't care for these relationships, which you did, which you did, but you don't have to explain why. You just don't care for it. That's that's cool. That's cool. You don't have to like everything I'm not. Uh, I don't want to see Allegra and Chester get together either, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> so either i can fast forward this scene or i can or i can see if there's anything that might develop that might make it interesting in the future i'm optimistic to the idea that characters or people or things that are happening has a chance to change my mind or i might find some enjoyment in it even if it's not necessarily my cup of tea and I think it goes back to what me and Mimi was kind of talking about on the Charm pod- podcast is that I have been and we both have been in that idea of getting into a show. And we this is the West Island f- fan. I'm not saying you're the West Island fan. And we know you're one of the same ones. You got membership. But that's the issue you focus on one or two people in an ensemble cast and then you wonder why you're so upset and why everything is lackluster and it doesn't feel good to you of course because you don't care about anything else that's going on um and you tune it you can tune it out so it can feel uh depending on how much you allow that to right uh circumvent your common sense and that's where you have a lot of the melodrama online because a lot of people watch The Flash just for Wes Allen which that's fine do you but that's not a critique when they're not involved or they're not the storyline or things aren't going your way with these particular characters as Mimi was stating when you do that you are setting your own self up for a certain disappointment so if you are getting into a show and it's eight seasons in you gotta have some type of willingness or openness to at least for me what i find is to 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 see if there's some engagement if there's not i was so ready to fast forward those scenes as well but i allowed myself to give myself the time to see if it's gonna work for me it's not and it did work for me it didn't work for you uh and that that's perfectly fair but I think on if at the outset you're just not going to doesn't matter what they do, how they do it, I'm not going to be with it, then I think that's that's a point where it just it just doesn't work for you. And I'm more I'm more like I don't love the Caitlyn character. I like to trash when they're doing terrible, but I like to give them a little credit when they are doing a little bit better because then maybe they can work on it to get it to a level that is a little bit more engaging for the audience because i don't want to watch a 45 minute show for 20 minutes of things i care about i'd like to find more entertainment so that my time isn't so much wasted but that's just me and how i watch tv uh last point i think i went back to raise my wolves once again (laughs) like uh yeah I'm i'm okay with just going plot but i will say i i slightly disagree yes i am of course anxious i think we're all anxious to get to the big iris story arc it's been a long time it's been a long time coming but i do think that it hasn't been dragged out i think it has been paced out because the minute and this goes back to Comic ignorance versus non-comic ignorance. So, for some people, if you were to drag irises and, and they're gonna make twists to it, of course, but it's still gonna they're giving you these tiny little nuggets that are opening your mind to these possibilities, right? So they're they're trying to get you into the idea of the multiverse, which is now being more thoroughly explored in the second phase of the MCU comic arc uh comic or film series whatever so the first you know the first films that they were coming off is all very earth-based now we're out in space now we're in multiverse now we can mess with time now we can fuck with the audience's brain and the audience's got enough ground that they're not like whoa 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 how did we get here the same thing I think is what's happening in the flash. They start with the Mirrorverse. They start with something special about Iris. They continue that theme. Yes, it has, uh, taken a backseat to some more pressing story arcs, but those are also very important. The idea of the forces out there in the world, the idea that there's people out and there's organizations out in the world that would want these types of things. I, I, you know, yeah, they could have switched it around a few times. I'm sure I can find uh, a better way to do it but i do feel that it hasn't at least in my humble opinion been something dragged out as much as been paced out to set the the foundation for what's coming next set the foundation of the idea of the twins set the foundation for the idea of living out of time that's some big ideas that you're bringing in from the comics that yes it's exciting to get there because you have comic people like me and sasha or salsa telling you that there's these bigger things coming so you're ready to get there but i think for a regular general audience that's much younger because this is still an eight pmcw show you might i can see them taking the extra effort to to and to try to do justice to this particular story time arc by actually taking some time and one season isn't that long <laughs> in that particular trajectory if it was two seasons i give you more for it. and if it wasn't paced into see uh, to the first half of the season then i'd be also but i think that they it it really kind of started to me it really started in armageddon where it was becoming a problem um and now it's it it may feel like it because it's been so long since these long breaks from the flash it was last year but in the in the course of the actual story it hasn't been that long And that's my feedback on your feedback. But that is not the only feedback on this episode because we do have Queen Mimi in the house. Let's hear how she felt about Season 8, Episode 7.
2: What up, Steena? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for The Flash um, Season 8. Is this Episode 7? I think it's 7. I don't know why I can't keep track. Anyway, um... So this episode was okay. I I like that we're back to Barry actually showing that he works and he has a job and not just being the flash. Not gonna lie, I kinda forgot that Joe was retired and Kramer was the um, captain. I really thought Joe was gonna go back to like, I don't know, be like he was gonna maybe be a private investigator or go back to the force. I him just you know, at the house seems unlike Joe, but I'm glad somebody's watching um, Jenna, maybe Jenna, even though we don't ever see her. But sometimes I'd be really concerned that they don't remember that they have another child, him and Cecile. <laughs> so it's good to know somebody's watching. Um, and even if Joe was just in uh, like Star Labs, you know, helping the team, like I I just feel like Joe being a stay-at-home dad and retiring and just being in the house just doesn't feel like Joe, but you know, I'm glad he's still here. I'm glad we got Jesse, so I'm not going to complain because there was a moment when we thought he was dead. So, well, we we never really thought he was dead, but they were trying to lead us to believe he was dead. Anyway, so let me just go ahead and get this off the bat, and I'm not bashing Danielle Panavega because it's not her fault. They hate her, but um, or maybe it is her fault. I don't know what she did. All I know is that this Frost and Caitlyn storyline was so fucking dry and boring. I hated it. I I mean, I get why Caitlyn doesn't want her to be with Mark. I think their relationship is annoying. I think her just putting her blind face back at him after he betrayed her multiple times is really fucking stupid and if i was a frost fan i would be pissed like he hasn't done like okay off screen he apologized bitch you got to do more than that you literally betrayed her multiple times and y'all literally was fighting you was trying to kill her how you how you just forgive that kind of (laughs) that kind of betrayal like i don't care how like attractive somebody is what you threaten my life motherfucker you gonna be the ugliest man on this planet and never ever ever get a taste of this like that's just the bottom line like that's unforgivable how, how is what he did any different from like a man choking her out and slapping her around he was physically trying to fight her and if frost wasn't a competitive fighter he would have beat her ass he would have legit beat her ass and i just can't understand how we're supposed to be okay with this relationship uh, and then we got to see Marcus finally and even though he seems like a sweet guy I'm very underwhelmed underwhelmed with um the way he looks <laughs> I'm not saying that it's right I'm just saying that it is um I was expecting the guy who played uh blood work fine oh my god like he could have been Marcus I was expecting anybody I would have loved it if the man was super tall attractive like she had like the guy who plays zoom was really cute um and then i always find robbie a male attractive always all the time even now when he's in upload so of course ronnie was fine um i'm not a I'm not a fan of um, Malfoy, Draco Malfoy. I don't know what his real name is, um, but I could see his appeal. Like he's not an ugly man. I don't find him attractive, um, but the guy who played Julian was was decent. Like I could see why people would find him attractive, um, but this guy, not even a little bit. And he's shorter than her, and I don't even think Danielle Penabaga is that tall. I think she's like five six or five seven. So finding a man that's like five eight, I don't think that that would have been that difficult. That dude looks like he's my height, and I'm five three. Like that's embarrassing. I I just I would be mad if I was her. Like they really out here playing your character for a plum fool. Then you get dragged by your sister and her boyfriend and then then they have the audacity to have him be the one that tries to put you in your place and give you something to think about at the bar and leave you with the, the both tabs what a bitch like i feel like if anybody should have been talking to you about that it should have been your sister now I they probably try to save money on uh you know computer work and animation and whatnot because they would have used a double screen but still it's just the it's just like as as a fan of someone if this was one of my favorite characters that they did this to i would be livid. and the storyline was boring and i hated it and whenever it was on the screen i rolled my eyes because i was like i can't believe they playing her like this like if y'all don't want her to give her a good storyline get her off the show isn't she pregnant again like the actress like why don't y'all just let her not be here come up with some stupid ass story why she not there and then let her be off the screen instead of giving her trash. I would be fucking annoyed. Like just, if you don't wanna pay for both, like to have both of them present at the same time, just have one of them gone. And then you don't have to worry about one storyline instead of this garbage that we had to look at. Ugh, I'm done talking about that. But the next thing was uh, Kramer and um, Barry. I knew at the beginning of this when Joe was like, oh, I think you should tell her why hasn't he told enough people who he is i feel like i understand joe trust her but if barry ain't there yet i don't <laughs> i feel like um i was hoping she figured it out not that barry was gonna like not that barry told her but I, I mean after everything i'm glad he decided to tell her i'm just saying like what joe was telling him to do at the beginning like they haven't been in that, that kind of uh relationship yet like if they don't have that kind of relationship if he don't feel like he wants to tell her i don't think joe should be the one to make that decision like that was just my personal opinion but i think after what they went through with goldface old dumbass and yes she is trustworthy and she risked her entire life for to give make sure those meta, those bullets meta bullets weren't brought into the wrong hand and we knew as soon as the bullets were invented that they were going to be fucking awful and um i was like if they really got them in this this uh door, behind this locked door with the regular bolts for these super high-tech meta bullets then y'all stupid as hell so i'm glad they were at argus because i was going to be really disappointed in ccpd um but i i like being able to see their interactions together and i liked her you know i guess she was too embarrassed to really say the reason she wanted the flash um but i'm glad that you know we're probably gonna get more of her and we're gonna see her powers because they're they're really really cool powers that she can mimic you know other meta's abilities um i I'm glad that she's gonna be able to control it, and I'm also glad that there's a captain that's a meta there. So I feel like it'll help with the, the dynamic of um, you know Barry not feeling so alone, you know, in in his in the real world outside of the Flash. Now that I've talked about that, let me get to the juice and the the meat. Uh, the juicy meat of this episode because i swear the last like what five minutes i was like why the f -F did y'all leave with this damn story like what the hell iris clearly is still having that temporal sickness and she's jumping through time and she don't even understand or know what she's doing like to me that's that's crazy i can't believe I can't believe that's happening. I am pretty excited to to get into this story. And I I, I hope that this is like the next episode, like the bulk of it and not the frost and the Caitlyn's egg. Because like that was legit the coolest thing. She was being hungry as hell, eating whatever that Ethiopian dish name was, Dora Wet or something like that. I've never had Ethiopian food, but I know um, Iris was hungry as hell. She she looked like she needed to unbutton her pants, <laughs> and she went for some more, and the spoon just vanished. Like, that's what happened with the, the um, brush, um, and then, like, Joe came back. He was like, that was, she was jumping through time. It was only, like, a half an hour, so it wasn't very far, but then her eyes did that weird thing. Um, and I, I swear I, I hope we get to see her and Barry have a conversation about it because I hate when they have stuff like this going on and then Iris don't say anything which is unlike her because Barry and Irish have great communication skills like since I would say in the since the, the mirror <laughs> incident I feel like they're more open to one another and especially you know with the counseling that they, they did in season four I feel like, they they would talk about it so i i do want to see that conversation personally um i'm trying to think back if there if there's recently has there been a time when something happened that they did not talk to each other about it i you know how my memory is so i'm not even gonna try and pretend like i'm gonna be able to remember but i hope we get to see the conversation and that's really honestly what i'm concerned about uh the saying some you know dialogue like it was a conversation offhand i want to see it um and that's just me i like you know those kinds of moments between barry and iris because it just shows their closeness and the kind of relationship they have um and i also think that maybe this has something to do with what the uh brother sister duo did I just I, I find it extremely hard to believe that they can create an inte- the the game that we saw at the beginning of the season which was I guess it's supposed to be seven years is they were created seven years in advance seven years in advance that has to cause some type of problem they couldn't undo the, the, the they had to let the heist happen and since it was successful you know they did more so i just find it very hard to believe that nothing's gonna come from that so hopefully we get more of that too in this next episode but that's all for me so i'll end it here um until next time love peace hair grease black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out
0: that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the episode don't have too much to add um I will say I like grandpa Joe <laughs> retired cop grandpa Joe he's been through a lot man maybe he runs for mayor that is his future so eventually we need to do something to put him on that that uh that track and like I said I think I, I like the idea of it changing up the dynamic with other people and Kramer so it, it's a fresh perspective on uh the CCPD but I think that it does leave joe or jesse l martin open for you know more of a supportive role fatherly role what we all want him here for if we're being quite frank i i i I like joe whooping ass when he needs to and he probably still going to but uh he's like yeah so as you pointed out somebody gotta watch this damn kid (laughs) i do love your passion cursing out the relationship between mark and frost I, i like i know um i was saying earlier I wanted to clarify it's not that I'm a fan of their relationship because I'm not (laughs) and all of your points are all of my points uh but it I take it with a different grain of salt I guess that's the only way to explain it and I think that's also been the flash the season uh or maybe since last year i watch the flash in a way different way than i watch a lot of other tv like it's part of my soap opera genre thing right where things are sloppy it's always there but i'm really here just for the drama uh (laughs) for the drama and the slight passive aggressive uh on the parts that don't work because it's fun it's fun to do not enough fun oh my god I can't find anything great this is so terrible I like to drag it for filth all the time it's fun because it's the same mistakes they've been making for how many years (laughs) at some point (laughs) I've accepted said mistakes but it it, that's not to say one cannot bring them to the forefront and and chuckle um that's another part and it sounds like mimi the difference between you and shy is shy is like i could care less mimi cares about what happens which is the opposite of indifference she's just disgusted by what is happening (laughs) as she says if i was a fan of this character you're not a fan of the character but you care enough about the character to think that maybe if i am watching them that like i want to root for them in some capacity i want i'm open uh to the idea of this being interesting if you can make it so but i don't know anything that's going behind the scenes with daniel panabraga i i i shut my brain off i don't even want to know i don't want to know because behind the scenes because i honestly don't want it i learned some information the other day it ruined my whole my whole entire experience with the show and i was like yeah yeah sometimes i just don't want to know <laughs> call me a coward but sometimes i just want my show <laughs> draco malfoy or tom felton is ugly as fuck i don't think he was okay uh yes my bay. uh uh what's his name what's his name what's his name can't remember his name uh <laughs> i can't even remember black flash i can't even remember zoom there's what he's called uh, i want to say something sears teddy sears teddy sears see it was gonna come to me that's why i, I kept putting it off yeah he was fine Robbie Amell not so much I I don't have nothing going on in my lady parts when he arrives but we all know we just have completely different taste and I accept that that means we ain't gonna be fighting over the same dick um I didn't I didn't fucking kids upstairs I didn't take it as Joe telling like how I took it in the scene is uh kramer wants to talk to the flash i don't have the rapport with her that someone else i know and trust and love does have a certain rapport with her so let me pick his brain about this idea he's encouraging like yeah here's my feelings on it i think it's a good idea i think you should let her in but he i didn't take it as him telling him what to do like he did you know at the end of armageddon Like I ain't speaking to you. Don't show up for dinner no more. If you decide this type of reaction. This is more like, yeah, you showed up, you want to know how I feel about someone (laughs) that you have a closer relationship with. Yeah, I, I trust her. And I think that they were just pointing out that yeah, even if you don't want to reveal her identity, we still even you know, just because we're family, I had a direct line to the flash, and I also, you know had a direct line to the flesh because of fail like we we got lucky in our positions you kind of helped us out you left her hanging and lastly i thought it was a clever way to wrap up the loose end with the bullets because we know they leave a weapon out there for someone to take and it's nice to know that these are not going to be a plot point going forward so people won't start making a whole bunch of speculation about it And I'm going to go now since, you know, they're back in the room now. They gave me like 10 minutes to fucking record a podcast before they jumping all over the place. I can't say much because I know those kids last night was acting a goddamn fool. Goddamn little stelle. She's bouncing all over the place. I kept saying, stop running. If you want to send feedback on our next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease and Blacker Magic.